Hot dogs, hot dogs. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, roll up and get yourself a lovely hot dog from Mr. Flux's lovely hot dog stand. It's all lovely. Only lovely hot dogs here. No naughty ones. I don't have to a naughty hot dog, but I've got some lovely, lovely hot dogs here. Do you, do you have any vegetarian hot dogs? Um, well, Mr. Wagging here, he used to eat a lot of tofu. No, no, I mean, like, do you have any hot dogs that aren't just a dead dog in a bun? Well, I mean, ah, it wouldn't be a hot dog if it didn't have a hot dog in it, would it? Okay, so have you got any not dogs? Uh, I've got a carrot. I, I could stick it in a slice of bread if you want. Hello, listener. As you can probably hear, we're at our local church fate. What you can't probably hear is that the fate isn't at the church like it usually is. It's in our own back garden. Howard, do you want a hot carrot in a bun? Yes, please. To be honest, everything's been a bit hectic recently since Rufus denounced Jesus Christ, our saviour, and became a Satanist. I didn't become a Satanist. Then why did you burn the church down? I didn't do it on purpose. I wanted to light a candle for my mum because I thought, you know, maybe then Jesus would turn up and tell me where she is. Does that usually happen when you light a candle? I don't know. I went to get a candle from under the sink, but we'd run out, so I used one of those big red ones from the bomb cupboard. Oh, do you never learn? This is just like the 5th of November fiasco. What 5th of no what buffy what co? You know, when we had to take No Legs Pete to the hospital. That was nice of us, wasn't it? Because you blew his legs off? Not on purpose. We'd run out of sparklers, so I used one of those big red ones from the bomb cupboard. Yeah, well that doesn't explain why he put one in his shoe. It was funny when his legs fell off though, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You laugh for like 20 minutes, just pointing at his legs on the floor. He almost bled to death. I picked him up, danced around him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he didn't like that. Anyway, anyway, the point is this, listener, because Rufus burned the church down, we're having the fate in our garden, Mm. and hopefully we're going to raise some money and we could build a new church. Right, I'll see you later. I'm going to have a go on that throwing a ball in a stack of tin cans game. I'm good with balls. We're getting ready to go now to spend some time with Vicar, that sounds terrible. It has made life rather difficult, but uh, these things are sent to test us. I'm sure Almighty God has his reasons for creating people like Rufus and Howard and then sending them to burn down my church. That's right, Piaster. Look on the bright side. Here, do you want to have a go at whack a goldfish? Uh, whack a what now? Whack a goldfish. It's like whack a mule, but with goldfish. Oh, no. I, I'd better go and check on the other stalks. Hi, Pastor Paul. Hey, I want to tell you about my great idea to make loads of money and build a new church. But, uh got to tell you in the shed, okay? Um, maybe later, my son. I, I have to go and check on the hot dogs. Okay. Hey, hi, Marjorie. Hello, Jockey Love. My, what a handsome, strapping, young testimony of manliness you are. Yeah, nice. Would you like Thank to play you. Whack a Goldfish, Ducky Sweetheart? Oh, yeah, have a go at that. What do I have to do? Here's a frying pan. Hmm? You've got five seconds to whack as many goldfish as you can. Go! <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Ducky Sweetheart. 
You whacked all the goldfish. You win a prize. Hooray! What do I win? You win a goldfish. Hooray! Oh, I'm not sure I want a flat dead goldfish as a pet. Look on the bright side. You wouldn't have to worry about feeding it. Um, no, no, come on. What else you got? No, um, ooh, what about this enormous grizzly bear? Oh, brilliant. Oh, I've always wanted a pet bear. Marvellous. I'll just pop him in this plastic bag for you. Better put some water in so he can breathe. There you go. Wow, oh, thanks. Would you like to play another game, sweetie love? Double or nothing with a chance to win a million pounds. Oh, I don't know, what, what game? Punch a gorilla. No thanks, Marjorie. I've had a great day out. I murdered those goldfish and I've got a wet bear in a bag. That is worth more than a million pounds to my mind. Look, Rufus, I want a bear. You know what? The prizes at this fate are terrible. What did you win? I won a bee. What, the letter B? No, a bumblebee. You mean a cuddly toy shaped like a bee? No, I mean an actual bee. Look. Yeah, that is a pretty rubbish prize. But I won a bear. Look. Come on. Yeah, I'm going to call him Winnie the Pooh after Winnie. The Pooh. You know, with prizes this bad, no one's going to play any of the games and we're never going to raise enough money to build a new church. Oh, don't worry about that. Because, listen, I've invented an amazing new invention that's going to make us a fortune. We'll be able to buy ten new churches. What are you ramming on about? Here, step into my laboratory and I'll give you the presentation. This is the shed. Shush. Here, watch this video. It'll explain everything. Howard Corp, making the world a better place for Howard. Are you a man? Uh, yes, I am a man. Do you wish you could get more bee jobs? Uh, excuse me? We at Howard Corp have made a shocking discovery. Women don't actually like the taste of shit. That's right. In our taste tests, 97% of respondents said they preferred the taste of chocolate. Hello, I'm Howard Long of Howard Long Industries. I asked 100 people, what do you prefer the taste of? This lovely piece of milk chocolate or a spoonful of salty man fat? <laughs> Sarah Jane shit. Brace yourself for a bit of a shock, because not one person chose the spoonful of jism. <gasps> That's right, listener. Given a straight choice between a piece of chocolate or my knob in their nosha, not one person opted for knob in nosha. Don't let your knob go unnoshed. Get your Cholix implants today. Cholix, say hello jobs to blue jobs. So, what do you think? Are you are you offering to give me a blowjob in the shed? No. I, Howard, have invented an implant that's going to guarantee I, Howard, get a lot more mouth on penis action. And I'm going to make a fortune selling it to sad men who never get a downstairs kiss on their gentleman jobby jester. An implant? Hang on, where did you implant it? I wanted liquid chocolate to come out of my cock. Where do you think I implanted it? D did you slice your own bollocks off? No, I had a test subject. Did you slice someone else's bollocks off? Yes. Uh, you know, Pete, 
No legs, Pete. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, he couldn't run away, could he? You'll be happy to know the procedure was a complete success. Since I swapped his bollocks for chollocks, Pete has experienced a 300% increase in bee jobs. Right, question. Did he get those bee jobs from you? Hey, someone had to test it. And Howard loves chocolate! Okay, were there any side effects? No, none. Well, I mean, he's dead. Right, good. So, wait, hang on. Does, does that mean you've been sucking chocolate out of a dead man's penis? Don't judge me. I'm going to advertise on the podcast. It's going to make men happy because they'll get more bee jobs and it'll make women happy because they'll get more chocolate. Coming out of someone's penis? Yeah. Rather than in a wrapper or a box? Chollocks! Say hello jobs to below jobs. This is the worst idea anyone's ever had. You're just going to end up with no testicles and a load of chocolate smeared on your knob. We'll see about that. By the end of this week, I'll be a cabillionaire. Yeah, whatevs. I'm going to go and find somewhere to put my pet bee. What's a point? I wonder if women like the taste of honey. Time for some more taste tests. Hey, Rufus, if you see Mrs Beardsmore, could you ask her to step into my laboratory? This is the bird for you. We now go over to our man on the street, Geoffrey McGaffrey. Thank you, Dickie. There's been a lot of talk in the news recently about the various flavours that people can now have coming out of their penises. But we thought we'd like to shake things up a bit here on The 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 News. So I'm here on the street asking people, what's your favourite flavour that's not coming out of someone's cock? Excuse me, madam, what is your favourite flavour that's not coming out of someone's cock? (gasps) How dare you! Uh, okay, I, I've, um, I've decided to uh, reword the question a little bit, uh, realising that the, the second half of that question really isn't necessary. So, uh, you, sir, uh, what's your favourite flavour? I like strawberry flavour, uh, but only if it's coming out of someone's cock. This is the bird for news. Yesterday, you're listening to it now. Could it be a recording? Well, no, it isn't. Because there's a going on in our house this week. There's the fate in our back garden. There's Howard dragging his pet bear around in a plastic bag full of water. And we're letting Pastor Paul use our dining room for all the things that would normally be happening in the church, like girl guide meetings and religion. Yawn. Consequently, it's like a flipping monkey factory in here. But as the old saying goes, if you can keep your head while all around people are losing theirs, then you'll be the winner of the Who's Got a Head competition. When's that? Tomorrow afternoon. Look, here's the itinerary of church events that we're hosting this week. 
Today, church fates. Tuesday, who's got a head competition? Wednesday, army infantry squad demonstration. Hold on, how do you demonstrate the army? I don't know. Maybe they'll go down the road and invade the mosque. Mm, I think you mean bring democracy to the mosque. Thursday, spelling bee. Spelling bee? What's that? It's a spelling contest. What, you just have to spell bee? I can spell bee. Look, bee. Do you see that? B. What do I win? What do I win? Do I get a medal, do I? Do I win a medal for spelling the letter B? Thursday evening, open mic night. G- give me that. Let's have a look. Um. Oh, here we are. This is more like it. On Friday night, it's speed dating. And there's already a whole bunch of lovely ladies confirmed. Yes, my friend. Yes, I am very much looking forward to having sex with all of them. You know, all jumping up and down on top of Howard like he's a big bouncy castle. Do you do you know what speed dating is? Yeah, it's like regular dating, but speedier. Down some pints, glug, 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 and then down some pants. Pig, pig, oink. No one's going to want to have sex with you, Howard. Look, look at you, you're disgusting. I am not. You're standing there wearing pyjamas that still have bean juice on them from when we had beans on toast last Christmas. Shut up. I'm a sex god, me, a sex god. But younger. I'm a sex Jesus. What, a 2,000-year-old virgin? No, I mean people want to nail me. Speed dating isn't about nailing people, Howard. It's about talking. What? But but I want a pig pig oink. Well, on Sunday, there's a support group for premature ejaculation. Maybe that's more your type of thing. When you say support group, will they be cheering it? Can't you find somewhere to put that bear? He's just wandering around our house, ripping things guts out. Our kitchen's now covered in pig, right? I mean, this morning, we had a kitchen that was not covered in pig. And I was really happy with that. I I remember waking up this morning thinking, hey, you know what's nice about our kitchen? How it's not covered in pig, right? But now, I can't say that anymore. Do you think maybe you could do something with the bear? I'm not arguing with you. I know I've still got pork coming out my ears. Oh, look, I'll go and have a look. Um, While I'm gone, could you play my amazing new Charlotte's advert? Please. Okay, give it in. Okay, I'll just put it in the machine. Here we go. Is your partner a chocolate racist or lactose intolerant? New from Chollocks, Bee Locks, the testicular honey delivery device. We guarantee you'll see jobs, more bee jobs with honey coming out of your ham stick. But it doesn't stop there. Other flavours available, raspberry jam, seedless, peanuts butter, smooth or crunchy. And introducing Groovies. Gravy flavour, my favourite. Now there's something for everyone. Groovies, say morale to oral. This is the bird for news. We now return to our man on the street, Jeffrey McGeffrey. Thank you, Dickie. Well, after an aborted start earlier, we decided to change the question to something that no one could possibly get offended by. So, you, sir, what would you like to eat for your last meal on Earth? I guess so, like, uh, on Earth, yeah, so I have to eat the, uh, I have to eat my, my eggs off of the ground, do I? Have a what, what, why have I got to eat? Because there's no plates when the world's ending, oh, is that why? I suppose all the, all the plates have gone to heaven and oh, they were in the plate rapture. Jesus Christ, you come around here, you say to me, have some food, then I'm going to kill you. And, and I, I say, say, well, let well, me have a fucking never-ending sausage, sausage then. And then I start eating it and you're like, you oh, got to stop, stop eating, eating your eating fucking sausage It's now. been 500,000 years. Oh, no wonder you... everyone wanted to crucify you. Keep interrupting their dinner. Well, I, I, I'd like to see a menu. 
and he'd have a little lack of the menu. And I'd be like, oh, I'd like a chicken, please. You know, if, if that's the best thing on the menu. But if the best thing on the menu is actually a boiled lamb, and I'd be like, oh, I would like a boiled lamb, please. Then the waiter will bring it over, and I'd be like, um, num, num, num. Thank you very much. That's good. Now I'll decide what I'm going to have for me, my meal after my last meal. Like my, my um, like penultimate last meal. Which, what's the opposite of penultimate? Men ultimate, yeah, uh, a men ultimate meal, and that will consist of sausages. What? So I'm dying, right? So, so no, that's it. That's I'll just. Oh, oh, that's it, Malcolm. That's the end of your life. You've achieved nothing, and nothing's gone right for you. But now you get to die. Oh, great! I should have known tonight that it'll all end in death. That's just typical for me, isn't it? All right, all right, fine. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get that chef off the TV that I hate. You know, the one with the weird accent that comes from, like, Lancashire or something. He's always on the TV going, Oh, hello, I'm from Lancashire, and I'm going to cook you some bread. I can buy bread. They sell it in the supermarket. What do I need to know how to make bread for, you prat? What's wrong with you? What are you coming on my TV telling me how to make bread when EastEnders should be on? I was trying to watch EastEnders, and then I turned out it's on the other channel, but that's not my fault. Someone should come round and show me how to use the remote control. I haven't got a clue. I, I pressed three and nothing happened. And it turned out that I was pressing the microwave or something. I don't understand it. Ever since my mum chucked me out, I haven't got a clue how anything works. I live in a small room. I've only got three machines and I can't tell the difference between them. I'm always trying to watch TV on the microwave and, like, boil the bath. Sometimes I ring my mum and I'm like, Mum, I tried to boil the bath earlier and I can't seem to make tea in it. It's like just cold. It's just a cold, empty bath with a tea bag in it. Who's that helping? So, I suppose for my last meal I want to get me home back on a few people because I'm a bit miffed with quite several people actually. Like, I've been on the internet. Oh, well, you know, it took me a while to get connected to the internet because first of all I was trying to do it on my chair and then after that I tried to do it on my lamp. But eventually I tried the computer and that worked. So I got on the internet and I was really annoyed with everyone on it because everyone's all like going around having opinions and stuff. Like there was this woman on the internet, right? And she thought that there should be more women on television and stuff. And I'm like, why? I'm at home, like, trying to cook a potato in my television. Why should there be a woman on it? How's that going to help me cook a potato? This is the Bird for News. Hi, blokes. You you going to a funeral? No. Why? Well, Howard's brushed the chicken feathers out of his hair. Oh, hair feathers? And Rufus is wearing trousers. My leg trousers. What's going on, blokes? We're going to the speed dating. Pig, pig, oink. Ah, right. I get you, fellas. Get your best clobber on, dim the lights so they can't see your ugly faces properly, and score yourself some prime lady time for the evening. Actually, I'm hoping to meet a wife and do a family. Pig, pig, family. I'm just going for the free crisps. <clears throat> Excuse me, Mr. Howard. Hi, Hi Pastor Paul. Paul. Hi, Pastor Paul. I wonder if you could help me. I, I can't seem to find the holy water anywhere. That'll be me, Vic. I threw it out. I, I, I beg your what now? Well, it was broken, wasn't it, you dingbat? Br- broken? How can water be broken? You said it yourself, mate. Holy water. Who wants water with holes in? All the fish will fall out. Oh, good heavens. Don't worry, Father, or can I call you Dad? I'd rather you didn't, young man. Don't worry, Dad. We've got loads of water coming out of the tap, and it's got no holes in. And that means the fish won't fall out, so Jesus will be happy. Jesus did hate it when the fish fell out. Hey, maybe if your water hadn't been broken, we could have used it to stop the fire from spreading, and the church wouldn't have burned down. He's got a point there, mate. Yeah, so in a way, it's kind of your fault that the church was destroyed, wasn't it? You know, for not replacing your old broken water. That's irresponsible. You got no one to blame but yourself. Yeah. Well, and Rufus. Yeah, but mostly yourself. Well, it all 
Mind you. Oh, oh, but if you're going to get water from the bathroom, the lights aren't working, so here, you'd better take this candle. Uh, well, well, thank you, young man. What's his problem? Some people are so touchy. I hate touchy priests. Mind you, he'll probably be less touchy now he's got no hands left. Uh, Come on, let's go and do some speedy dating. everybody and welcome to St Mary's Church monthly speed dating event. My name's Morris and I'm in charge of the bell. You get three minutes with each person at the end of which I will ring the bell like this. Now I'm afraid not many women turned up this evening so you may find that occasionally you've got to talk to a man even if you are a man. But let's face it if you never try anything new then you'll never learn anything about yourself will you? Okay, so everybody, grab yourself a partner and let's go. Hello. Oh, bonjour, monsieur. Oh. Are you French or are you pretending? Mais oui, I'm a French lady. I come all the way from France this morning. And you are a lady? Yeah, I'm looking to meet a man who can handle my dogs. Okay. Do you like dogs? I don't quite I can't, like dogs, I don't you know. think I could marry a man if he did not like dogs. Uh, we used to have a dog, but Howard flushed him down the toilet. That's not a good place for a dog. Oh, he was dead, so it wasn't all bad. But it did block the toilet. It's so sad when I think of a dog dying and getting yeah. flushed down a toilet. He's, he's still there. We always use the upstairs one because, you know, downstairs one's got a dog. When I was a kid, my dad used to put bricks on my head. <laughs> to stop me from getting tall. Your head is quite flat. I know, I had bricks on it my whole life. You like your hair though. Do you want it? Could I have it? Yeah, of course, here you go. Thanks. Maybe I'll marry me. I like get myself a lovely plate of beans and I'm not like to slobber them all down my stomach. I haven't even asked you a question oh, yet. Oh, well, so you said, do I like beans? No, I didn't say anything. I said hello. And you oh. started talking about beans. It was weird. I'm <laughs> sure you like beans too. You look like you like beans. I do like beans, but I don't want to have a conversation about them. We've only got three minutes. Well, I've got no time to be talking about beans when we could be eating them beans. But, uh, Would you like to eat some beans? I'll just yeah. squeeze some out. I mean, oh, God, what are you doing? I'm making beans. <laughs> Jonathan Bartlett, um, he had rubbish pencil sharpener, so James Taylor called him Fat Bomb. Is that the best story you've got? I don't think I want to dare you if that's the best story you can come up with. Someone told me you've got a podcast and you tell stories on it. I don't think we do, I think we stopped making it. Probably for the best. Yeah, that's no. the best you can do, that someone you went to school with called another one Fat Bomb because he had a pencil sharpener that was rubbish. <laughs> Uh, what do you like doing when... Yeah, do, when, do no, no, like that. What, what yeah. do you like doing okay, when yeah. it's raining outside? When it's raining, I like to stay indoors and... Uh, so you like to stay indoors and do yeah. what? What do you like to do indoors? Get, get out of the rain. Yeah, but, but like when you're out of the rain and you're all dry and safe, what yeah, do you do to pass the time? It's just dry and safe, isn't it? What do you do to pass the time? Oh, I don't need to because that happens naturally, doesn't it? What do you do to entertain the yourself? Oh, yeah, I like to entertain myself. I do oh, like that. Yeah. What do you do? Well, you know... No, I don't. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah. You're quite a frustrating person. You're in the cheek. You're asking me questions about what I like to do in my time. Uh, but yeah, that's so I can get to know you. This is, you know. Well, I like to listen to pop records. Pop records. Yeah. Which? What's your favourite pop record? Oh, I've got three. I yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Which three have you got? I like the one on top most. Yeah. Well, which one's on top? It's one of them bands from the past. Oh, okay. Okay. Which one? It's got. It's, it's got a singer in it. Got, this has it not been three minutes yet? For fuck's sake. Yeah. Sing a lovely song. What's the song? Oh. 
Oh, it's all about love. Love. Oh it's God. Love. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, it's called um, I love you. I love you. I love you. It's called I love you. Yeah. Called I love you. I love you. Love you. Who's it by? I love you. I love you. I love you. I'd like to be with you. I'd like to place my glove inside you. Your glove. Hello. Give me my glove back. Give me my glove back, please. Why have you got my glove in you? Is it because I put it there? Yes, it probably is. That one, you like that one? I think it's uh, I think it's uh, probably uh, Michael Jackson. Okay. Now you have either of your chimneys, your regular chimney or your bum chimney. Oh, it's I absolutely see. fine. And now on television, a new weekly nature show, Flucking at Nature. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Here I am. Having a little luck at nature. Or a little fluck, as I like to call it. I like flucking. A little fluck, sometimes a big fluck, but preferably a massive long fluck. Yeah, I like flucking at monkeys and giraffes. And I like flucking at cock rules. Anyway, where are we? Today, I'm on the Serengeti Plain. What is the plane what takes you to Serengeti? Well, I'll be changing planes and going to Botswana. Excuse me, sir, would you like some nuts? Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth, Colin. And put nuts in there. Here I am in Botswana. There's lots of wildlife here in the Botswana. Look over there. That's a Botswanese pigeon. He's doing his sex dance at the moment. What he does is he fluffs up his feathers and he sticks out his beak and he makes a sound and that attracts a lady pigeon. And then he drops his eggs on her and then a baby is born. Oh, fucking hell, there's a massive lion. It's getting fucking eaters. Quickly, Colin, you distract it and I'll run away. What's the fuck, please, for the umpteenth time? Will, will you untie me and let me get back to my plane now, please? And here, put this steak on your shoulder. Okay, have a nice time. Goodbye. It's a flock, please. I'm being terribly serious. Oh my god! Oh, he's a man! Oh my god! Boy, sell dark, proudly present. Man by cow cover song. With a last line repeated over and over again for no apparently good reason. Like this! It was not sweet. His name wasn't Fred. He had a maiden dream. He had a maiden dream. He had a maiden dream. And this! Lady in the field would like to know where all the insects agree. He picked them, picked them in me meat. He picked them in his meat. He picked them in his meat. Chirpy this morning. Did you did you meet someone special last night? 
no, but uh, quite a few women said they thought that I was special. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how much money did we make at that fate yesterday? Oh, yeah, well, let's have a look. Here's the jar. Um, oh, that looks like um, two pounds and a paperclip. Hmm. Well, that's not going to buy a very big church. Oh, that's not a problem anymore. What? Why not? Well, you remember how Pastor Paul's hands fell off? Yeah, after you gave him that stick of dynamite instead of a candle. Yeah, well, apparently those hands were insured for like a billion pounds. So that money will more than cover the cost of rebuilding the church. Hold on. Why does a local church pastor need to insure his hands? No, apparently he used to be some musician or something, like in a band, some famous band in the 60s. His name's Paul McSomething or other. What the? Oh, my. Paul, what's Who's happening? Who poisoned my uncle Dennis Quaid? What, what happened? Blokes, blokes, I'm afraid there's been a bit of an accident with my teleportation booths. What? I thought you weren't going to use them again. You turned into a half-man, half-ladybird last time, remember? A Dennis Quaidybird, yeah. It took us three days to squeeze the ladybird DNA out. And another three days to squeeze the Dennis Quaid DNA out. And another three to realise that that was a mistake and squeeze it back in again. I couldn't resist, blokes. The chance to instantly travel from one side of the room to the other. It was too tempting. So what's the problem? Something got into the machine. Uh, what did you blokes do? I needed somewhere to keep my pet bee. And I needed somewhere to put my pet bear. And we thought two, two teleportation, teleportation boots. Uncle DQ's never, never gonna, gonna use them, them again. again. Problem, Problem nailed. Run your lives, blokes. It's coming. What is it? It's a flaming bumblebear! Known fact about bumblebears, they can't climb stairs. Do you ever get bored of being wrong all the time? This is no time for a Barney, mates. We're in big trouble here. Mmm, this is pretty unbearable. Yeah? Do you get it, Rufus? Unbearable. Let's take a look at the situation. We're trapped in Rufus's wardrobe, and if we open the door, the bumblebear will rip our guts out. I guess that we're going to be eaten. Do you get it, Rufus? We're going to be eaten. Shut up, Howard. Uncle D, what are we going to do? We need some honey. The only thing that'll stop a bumblebear is a great big flaming mouthful of honey. Then let them eat honey! Yeah, I don't actually keep honey in my wardrobe. No, but... It makes no difference, mate. You can't just hand them a jar of honey. They'll sting your face off with their bear claws. Then what can we do? We need projectile honey. That's not actually a thing. We've got to find a way to shoot the honey right into the bumblebear's noshes, mate. Then today may just be our lucky day. You know, apart from everything else that's happened. Howard, what are you doing? This is this is no time to get your cock out. Oh, that's where you're wrong. This is exactly the time to get my cock out because I've had the operation. Operation? Oh, you don't mean... Yes. You cut your bow diddlies off? Yes, I diddly. And I've experienced a 200% increase in job blowing. 200% of zero is still zero. Oh, no. Oh, hang on. Was that, is that why Mrs. Beardsmore's dog was barking so much last night? Hey, at least he died with a bone in his mouth. Howard, you're not supposed to give chocolate to dogs. Or put your penis in their mouths. Oh, don't worry. I didn't have the chocolate version. I opted for honey! New Chollocks with Honey. 
say me jobs to be jobs. The day has been saved by Howard's magnificent twatchpole. Maybe in the future you won't be so quick to poo-poo my amazing plants. Isn't that right, Pooh? Oh, dead. Why is it your amazing plans always involve your penis in some way? None of them ever just involve, like, going to a museum or reading a book. What about my plan to put an eye in my penis so I could read two books at the same time? You know, maybe in a museum. Let's just play the end song, shall we? Yeah. Or should we call it the end dong? <laughs> yeah. Do you get that, Rufus? The end dong. Dong. <laughs> who's um, who's singing the end song this week? Oh, well, it was supposed to be Grandpappy Do, but he left a message earlier. Oh, no, let's have a listen. You have one new voice messages. It Grandpappy Do here. I'm afraid I'm not going to make it over to sing your end song this week. I had to go to the doctor today. I have to go to the doctor because I have him breathing problems. <laughs> Look at me, Grandpappy Do keep passing out on the floor because I can't breathe properly. So I go to my doctor, but I tell you, my doctor, he not very professional. He not very professional. He always calling me buddy, and I think that quite strange. He say, huh, come in, buddy. What's the problem, buddy? Have some cream to rub on it, my buddy. So I say, Doctor, I can't breathe. What's wrong with me? And he say, you got a cute ass, my buddy. And I say, well, thank you, my buddy. You got a very cute ass, too. But what about my breathing problems? So I'm not going to make it over today because I got to talk to my lawyer about a sexual harassment suit. Oh, that's a shame. It is a shame. Oh, 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 we can play my new pop record. Oh, yeah? Yeah, this woman I was talking to last night, she gave me a pop record. Oh, brilliant. And, so, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it oh, yet. Stick it on, oh, then. I will.
If you've enjoyed this episode and wish there were more of them, listen to this. There's a horde of rotting, drooling zombie dogs outside! This is a trick, isn't it? Look, look! See? Okay, maybe they're regular dogs, but someone told them to play dead and they're just really good in it. We're getting ready to go now. Many more episodes of the Man by Cow podcast are available now for just two dollars. Okay, I'm getting inside your cabin. I swear nice and shiny, it's very roomy. I could probably live in here quite happily. You're not living in our cupboard, just uh, fix it, Flux. Yeah, well, obviously I'm going to fix it first, or I'm just going to start living in it. All 33 episodes of Man by Cow are available now for a single payment of two dollars from patreon.com forward slash man by Cow. Rufus, what are you doing? I'm unplugging the theme tune. I need the sockets. What for? I have to charge this detonator or my bombs won't work properly. Bombs? Yeah, bombs. Why are you, why are you making bombs? Exclusive episodes such as The Bomb in the Toaster, in which Rufus and Howard go to heaven. Or do they? Where are we? I don't know. There's clouds and everything's white and... Hey, look, there's some gates over there that are decorated with something. Kind of makes them look all pearly. Oh, I know where we are. It's some kind of a gay cruise, isn't it? I think we're in heaven. Hey, maybe this time we can meet someone good rather than flipping Hitler always turning up. Oh, what's wrong with Hitler? You know, Howard, there's an old proverb. Those who fail to learn history are doomed to say things like what's wrong with Hitler. The intruder in the house in which Mr. Fluck takes over the... The entire show. Hello. Just go away, Fluck, and stop coming over here all the time. Oh no, I've just got, well, I've just got one very important question I need to ask you. What? what? What's so important? My question is, would you like to have a look at my attraction? What? I'm caution them. Hello. I'm caution them. I'm caution Rufus and Howard. They're being cautioned. The dinosaur in the garden, in which Dennis Quaid saves the world from giant creepy crawlies. Stick insects are called stick insects because they stick to things. Mm, are you sure about this? Yeah, yeah, it's like flies, right? Flies are called flies because they fly to things. Goats, they're called goats because they go to things. And bees, right? They're called bees because they are. Ah. The melon in the office, in which Rufus and Howard's kettle can see the future. Good morning, Master Howard. I bought water for your tea, sir, and here's your muffins. Thanks, kettle, but I, I don't really like boiled muffins. I predict that if you try them, you will like them. But I'm not going to try them. I predict that you will. Hey, these muffins are nice. The body in the kitchen, in which Rufus and Howard deal with a death in the family. Hey, Howard, yeah? what's your most vivid memory of Uncle Mick? Good question, good question. Um, well, I think it would have to be seeing him dead on the kitchen floor this morning. The monster in the cupboard, in which Howard must travel back to the 1980s to rescue Rufus. Rufus, look, it's me, Howard, hooray, I've come to rescue you out of the past. Where the crapping balls have you been? I've been watching telly. I've been waiting for you here in the past for seven years. Why didn't you just get in a time fridge and come back? It's broken. Have you tried... Hitting it with a hammer? Yeah, obviously. I was going to say if you tried resetting it. Well, I would, but, you know, the reset button fell off when I hit it with that hammer. The dictator in the dining room, in which a murder at a birthday party leads Howard to become a detective. Howard, did you invite Hitler to my birthday party? Well, I could not invite him, could I? Yeah, I think you could. If you really tried hard, probably managed not to invite Hitler to my birthday party. Download and keep all of Man by Cow. 
plus exclusive Gret Binchleaf stories, videos, live streams, and much, much more. Hey, hey, Rufus, what's wrong with your sheep? It's not a sheep, it's my pet dog. Look how alive he is. He looks kind of floppy, mate. All for just $2 right now at patreon.com forward slash man by cow. You know, you can't do card tricks. No one accuses you of being a dead dog. Oh, you're getting bogus all over the cucumber sandwiches. We're getting ready to go now.